Are dents and scratches putting a dent in your day? Introducing Rogerstein Crash Repairs Adelaide, your trusted solution for automotive woes. With over two decades of expertise, Rogerstein Crash Repairs guarantees top-notch service, restoring your vehicle to its former glory in no time. From minor dings to major collisions, our skilled technicians handle it all with precision and care using state-of-the-art equipment and techniques. Rogerstein Crash Repairs saved my car. It looks brand new. Fast, friendly and reliable. I wouldn't trust anyone else with my vehicle. Don't let accidents slow you down. Visit Rogerstein Crash Repairs Adelaide at 14 Penner Avenue, Glind for quality service you can count on. And here's a special offer just for our listeners. Mention this podcast and receive a $100 discount on your repair. Roger Steen Crash Repairs Adelaide. Excellence in every repair. Past players. Past legends. Past legends. And tonight we are very pleased and pleasured to introduce Greg Smith. Greg, of course, played for South Melbourne, Sydney, 80 to 84, uh, 1984, 96 games, 54 goals. Then for the Pies in 85-86, 31 games, 7 goals. And, of course, finishing up at Centrals, uh, 87 to 92, 100 ga- games, 90 goals. So 227 games overall. Of course, he captained the Dogs. Welcome aboard, Smithy. Yeah, mate, thank you very much. Thanks for joining us, mate. We'll start off like we do with most of our guests. Um, your junior, where did you start your juniors, mate? Obviously uh, from uh, Wagga Wagga there? Yeah, mate, it was a little town just outside of Wagga by the name of Ardleth and uh, started all the juniors there. We we had a, uh, a coach called Barry Connolly who come there and coached. He had a kids competition, you know, every Saturday morning for everybody from five to 12. So that's basically uh, where I learned all my football. Did you play school school footy there as well? Man, but it was just like local. So you were just playing against the same people that you played against yep. on a Saturday or a, or a Sunday. Yep. Of course, Wagga Wagga is an tr- interesting spot in New South Wales because it's probably one of the few spots in New South Wales where Australian rules footy's got a heavy presence. And, of course, pretty well-known cricket-wise, you know, uh, Mark Taylor... Uh, Michael Slater, Jeff Lawson. So it's yeah. very much a sporting sporting place, Wagga Wagga. Yeah, mate. In both, like you've got rugby league, you've got Australian rules, and you've got the cricket, obviously. So, you know, like you had, uh, like with the rugby league, you had uh, Greg Bradnell, uh, Peter Sterling. Uh, well, mate, there's a heap of them that played up in... Um, in in Wagga itself, and then went and played rugby league in in Sydney. So I mean, yeah. it was uh, you know, and then you had the place going the other way, where we're all going to Melbourne. Yeah, <laughs> no, it is quite incredible in that regard. And you then from uh, from Ardlethan uh, ended up at uh, the Farrah in the Farrah Football League, playing playing yeah. with East Wagga, and uh, won yeah. won the uh, Baz Medal. Love the title, love the name, the Baz Medal. Uh, the Baz Medal, mate. Yes. Actually, you wouldn't believe it. I won um, two things on the one day. I won the Baz Medal and I won a red billy cart. <laughs> wow. <laughs> then that, a raffle. That, that's, that's a story in itself. <laughs> it is, mate. It is. It was just a – I mean, I don't know what ever happened to the red billy cart, though. <laughs> now, one thing, Greg – like now, nowadays, you know, we have the draft. The kids start from bang eighteen. Uh, that you actually from there ended up with at South Melbourne and earning the nickname the Bionic Man. We'll go on with that. But it was twenty three before you made your debut. Sort of was that just more yeah, the year of just I, getting discovered back then, as much as anything? Well, no, not really, mate. I'd been down to Melbourne. I went down when I was, well, I think, fifteen. Okay. And I mean, I played in a trial match, and you wouldn't believe who I played against, Peter Bedford. Like, he just won the Brownlow. So, yeah, I mean, fair opponent, yep. Yeah, you know, so you, and I mean, 
then I uh, went down and and um, you know I never stayed there, mate. I, I like a bush kid, you were just yep. Yep. wanted to go home. So I mean, I just kept going home. I mean, there was one where I'd been down there and I did my hamstring and I had a bruise from the top of my bum to the bottom of my ankle, and but he. It cost me fifty dollars to fly back to Wagga, and I, I rang my old man up from Wagga and said, "Listen, you better come pick me up." He said, I can't, "I'm not driving to Melbourne." I said, "I'm not in Melbourne. I'm in Wagga." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I mean, just I don't know. It's, it, I just couldn't handle the city, mate, for a start. Yep, yep. And so then you've ended up at so set with you. You've debuted for South Melbourne, didn't you? Before going yep. before the Sydney bit, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I think I was twenty-two when yeah. I went, went down to uh, Melbourne, and I, I actually uh, won the Baz Medal, and then everybody said up. Oh, I was actually going through to play for uh, oh, what was his name? Um, he actually played for St Gilda. Come from Tasmania. Oh, not not, not Daryl Baldock, uh, Ian Stewart. Um, geez. Uh, D- it's Daryl Baldock, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he uh, rang me up and wanted me to go down there. Yep. Now, in them days, you were zoned to, yes. like I was zoned yep. to South Melbourne. So before I could get a clearance to go through to Daryl, I had to um, try and get a clearance off South Melbourne. And the only way they give me a clearance, they said, right, you do the training. And that was it. So, And then I played, I mean, three reserve-grade games and then ended up playing A-grade from then on. And so from there, you're a little bit unlucky in terms of the era you were at South Melbourne, Sydney. Wasn't yeah. really great. What, where, where were they playing their games at that stage? Right. We, well, when I first went there, we were playing yeah. in Melbourne. Yep. Yeah. At, Lakes, at Lakeside? Lakeside? Then, yeah, that was the Lakeside yep. Oval. Yep. And then we played the last game there against North Melbourne. And then the rest was in Sydney after that. Now, explain that, how it got announced to all you guys that mm. you were going, right, we now become virtually another new club. We're still South Melbourne, but we become a new club in Sydney. Explain how that was explained to you. And, of course, a couple of guys refused to do that, didn't they? Like, I'm trying to think, yeah, Silvio Fashani, uh, one of the Morwoods, I reckon. One of the Morwoods, yeah. yeah, there, yeah. There, was, there was a few people. I mean, there was, like, even, even in, like, we went to the um, Caulfield Town Hall, and it was keep south of south against <laughs> the Sydney regime. So basically, the members had the vote. Yes, I remember that. And and they had the vote. And I mean, mate, they were spitting on us. Like people were spitting on us because, like, mate, the only way they were going to survive is if we went to Sydney yeah. because there's the only way that um, the AFL were going to look after us, and the only way they could have kept going. So I mean. Even though, um, like, the Keith South of South won the vote and Peter Bedford ended up as coach. So, basically, at one stage, we had two coaches, yep. a committee, two That's committees. right. I do remember that now. Yep. Yeah, we had two committees. We had we had two coaches. We did, Like, you didn't know whether you were left or right or whatever. So, and I mean, in the finish, like, common sense prevailed, but, uh, you know, like, because if we didn't go to Sydney, there was no survival whatsoever. They were just going to cut us off and shut us down. Now, what about, I remember the the launch in Sydney on, on the Sydney Harbour, on the uh, Sydney Opera House the Opera and all, House, that, yeah. all that. What was that like? Mate, that was uh, mate, that, the most harrowing day of my life, I reckon that was. <laughs> all we did was run around and um, we ran over across the, the bridge, we ran around the opera house, down the steps, then we went to over to Luna Park and went running around there and man, like you can imagine like I know how actors feel because 
take one, take two, take three, take four, take, you know, like it was something wrong on each time we did it. So, mate, by the end of the day, you got a heap of footballers wanting to kill a cameraman. (laughs) (laughs) What what was the, what was the mood amongst the players? Obviously, you know, back in Melbourne with the two committees and the two coaching staff, et cetera, et cetera. And then obviously having to go up to, to Sydney. Well, I mean, mate, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it wasn't so bad because amongst the players it was easy because, you know, there was people that wanted to stay in Melbourne, obviously, but, I mean, uh, they would go and play wherever South Melbourne played, if you yeah. know what I mean. Except, yeah. you know, like, the, like there were still players that had a choice. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, you were given a choice. If you didn't want to come, don't come. But, I mean, 90% of the players wanted to go because there was no future in Melbourne, if you know what I mean. Mm. And you you played under – so I'm just looking through. You played under with Ian Stewart, Ricky Quaid, and, of course, under Bob ha- Bob Hammond being brought in yeah, by the AFL, yeah. obviously, as fellow Nord people out there and all that side of thing, a famous famous coach at the parade. Um, yeah. yeah, describe all that sort of experience and uh, for, for Sydney in that way. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, man, honestly, uh, I mean, probably the best best coach that I ever had, but, and only, only, this is only my opinion, was yep. Ian Stewart. I yep. mean, okay. And then um, Ricky took over, and I mean, Ricky took over probably at a hard time because when we went to Sydney, mate, we were, we, it was just a, uh, a nightmare to actually turn up the training because one day you were training at this oval, one yeah. day you were training, and you yeah. get a phone call an hour before you're ready to train. Oh, God. You know, and, I mean, the whole time we, we you know, like we were at the FCG, we had a little, little uh, change room out the back, cold showers. You had, but it, and this was after games as well. We weren't yeah. allowed to train on the SCG. Yeah. And, I mean, it was just, uh, like, you wouldn't call us a AFL club. Yeah. And, I mean, and the thing about Sydney, Sydney's rugby league, so, I mean, they didn't care about us. How did you navigate your way around Sydney, especially with the last-minute changes for your training schedule? Oh, oh Would have man, been a nightmare. Well, I mean, you would have dominated game. in that way, Smithy. You wouldn't have found that a problem whatsoever, I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> Just bluff your way through yeah. it. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> wrong with bluffing with bullshit, Smithy. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, I mean, one game, it was a night game, and uh, I'd worked, I was working at Bankstown, which is probably an hour from the city. And uh, we were playing Geelong. I had to ring him up and tell him I was stuck in traffic, and I got there with probably 15 minutes before we ran on the ground. Wow. Yeah, incredible. Because of the traffic. Yeah. So, you mate, know, we... And I mean... Yep, go on, sorry. Go for it. Right. Go for it. So I was going to say, uh, we get to the next part of uh, your nickname, the Bionic Man. <laughs> Lou Richards, mate. Lou Richards. Okay, yep. Geez, he was yeah. good with that, wasn't he? He did... He managed to he get a quick. few. He managed to get a few which stuck over the years, didn't he? Yeah, he has been, and and honestly, like, <laughs> like not too many people know now. But I mean, it used to be you turn up and oh, the bionic man's there. You go, mate, will you cut that out? You yeah. know, like yeah. Louis had a, you know, everybody sort of Lou Richards. You got a nickname, and it stuck all yeah. the way through. Yeah. So. And then, so your time, your time then at at South Melbourne. You obviously, didn't play in any finals. You certainly played with some pretty fair players like Barry Round, Mark Browning, Bernie Evans, yeah, uh, Tony Morwood, John Roberts, uh, which he listens yeah. to our podcast. So, g'day, John. Yeah. Um, yeah. So some some pretty fair names and all that. Oh man, we had. Um... I mean, we had Len Thompson. We yes. had uh, Neville Fields. Yep. We had, uh, yeah, we had uh, Robert Dean. Uh, mate, there was we had plenty of players. We just, mate, we just couldn't put it all together. If you know what I mean. I mean, nineteen eighty one, we won the night grand final. Yes, I mean, that's right. 
Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that was that was probably the start of Sydney, if you know what I mean. Yep. What was that like, the night grand final? Oh, man. Winning that. <laughs> yeah, I broke my hand. <laughs> Build, I broke my hand. Building someone, Smithy, or what? <laughs> Beg your pardon? Building someone or what? No, nah, man, it, was, it wasn't like that. I put me, put my hand down on the ground to turn around and somebody stuck their their uh, stops in between my fingers. Was that at Waverley? And as I turned, yeah, that was at yeah. Waverley. Yeah. So it was probably the only one, only one time that they kept the lights on and it didn't, um, they didn't turn them off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so then from uh, what happened there for to end, go to Collingwood from there? Yeah, man, I went, um, well, I think it was Don Roach went over and he took over. Yes, and then he was by the league, yes, that's right. Yeah, by, by the AFL and, yeah. um, mate, I, I ended up um, having a bit of a, not, not an altercation, but I went and met with him and he said basically, because they had, um, what is it, the ex-Richmond halfback flanker, he went up there coaching. John Northey. Yeah, he went up there coaching and um, spoke to him. I was, I was fit as a fiddle, and but he next minute they said, "Oh, we're not going to give you a contract." But I said, "Well, fair enough." So then I I left, went back to Melbourne, and oh well, I went to New South Wales, and then went back to Melbourne, and um, they um, put a bounty on my head, made of ninety grand. Jeez! So that that was big coin the back, the mm. big money back then. Yeah. Yeah, so they they um, um, did that, and, that, and the only one they could afford it was Collingwood, mate. Okay, Christopher Scase so, had to make his money back. Yeah, no, no, he was so, Brisbane. Oh, Brisbane. 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 Sorry, yeah, uh, Edelson, 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 Edelson. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But so, yeah, well, I, mate, I never cost them that much money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and describe your time at the Pies. So playing under originally there Bob Rose, and of course. Um, yep. Then, then when the next year where they fell away a bit in '86, where Lee Matthews took o- took over. Yeah, basically, basically mate, like Collingwood, uh, I went went through a bit of a time with them as well. Like the first year I went to Collingwood, we had to um, drop our wages because um, they were going broke. Yeah, people so don't realize to, people uh, don't realize out there how very nearly clubs Collingwood, Richmond, where they got in that ridiculous war with each other and just yeah. bled themselves. How close clubs were to going under, you know, and they were, mate. They had, we had. Uh, Ooh, I reckon the, Roots just dropped a catch too. Good news in the background. Yeah, I just seen that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, yeah, I mean, Collingwood, like you said, Richmond, because mate, when I went to Collingwood, there was uh, Rains, Richardson, yeah. I mean, Cloak. Yep. Uh, who else? Mark Williams. Mark Williams. Brian uh, Taylor. Yes. Shaw. The yeah. Shaws, all the yeah. Shaws. So, you, mate, you had massive names, but never, you know, like we couldn't put it together there either. Yeah. Seven. You know, like it was like a, uh, a fantastic, like if you write it down on paper, you say it's a fantastic side, but I mean, if you don't play as a team, then you um, don't end up with a fantastic side. And what describe your time of playing for Collingwood, especially the you know fanatic supporters at, at Vic, Vic Park. Park. Yeah, Vic Park. Oh, mate. <laughs> we played Fitzroy at at uh, the park one day, and and uh, at half time we were down. Yep. So we're walking off the ground at half ten, half time. I thought we were going to get attacked. <laughs> And mate, luckily we won because we didn't get attacked after that. Like yeah. Christ, you know, it's just an amazing place. But I mean, uh, you know, like Collingwood supporters are probably different to every other supporter. <laughs> yes, different, different breed. What What was it different like? Breed. What was it like playing at some of those old traditional grounds like Moravan and and Arden Street and and Windy uh, Hill? Windy Hill, yeah. Windy Hill, yeah. Mate, Windy Hill was magnificent, and it was Windy Hill. Yep. And I mean, and that's when you you could actually say like those grounds supported, you know, like you you were up against it before you even started, if you know what I mean. So. 
I mean, it's like St Kilda. St Kilda, you go and play there, and Friday nights, honestly, they would put the sprinklers on. Yes, famous. It's famous a story for that, that keeps coming coming back, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. But I mean, you say most of them, even the Lakeside Oval. Like I played at the Lakeside Oval one day, and it was hailing, and the lake was like the ocean. You could have surfed on it. Yeah. So it was pretty close to the ground, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. But I mean, it's 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 probably one of the only grounds that had parking, had um, you know the trams, it had all the transport, and everything. It's a wonder they, well, no wonder that you know, like at the moment they got the racing there, the car racing. Yeah. Yep. Mean, it'd be nice and easy to get to if you know what I mean. Yeah, I've only, I've never went. Never went to a game at Lakeside. Certainly went and had a look at it one day. But yeah, yeah. That, that was the closest, closest I ever got in terms of that regard. So, um, See, I mean, it, it's like if you you talk about like you got Collingwood, Fitzroy you used to play down the road. Yeah. Oh, and played at Vic Park for a while too. Yeah, Fitzroy. You know, and you know, like all those, like it was all within kicking distance, basically, except yeah. for Geelong. And that was about the only one. So, I mean, now, mate, they travel everywhere. How about playing under Bob Rose? And can you remember, did Robert Rose come out and watch it all? In, yes. In that? You, yeah. I Bobby, will say that, uh, Pete, I will say the book on Rob Rose, Bob Rose and his son, written by the other brother in Peter, mm-hmm. is the best yep. sports book I've ever read. So, oh, mate, you wouldn't. Bobby Bobby Rose had a little white van with the the wheelchair access yeah. at the back. Yeah. And then he would him he would if he went to the club he would be there. I mean, amazing, you know, like to look after his son like that, if you know what I mean. And I mean and Bob Junior was he was a great man as well. Yeah, I said Bob. He he used to come over for Shield game. That was a tradition that yeah. Bob, Bob and Rob, Rob would be come over at a Shield game uh, to Adelaide yeah. Oval each year. So, I, you know, I can remember like I wasn't that old. So, yeah. I was probably fifteen or so when I used to. Yeah. I can remember speaking to him, and I always called him Mister Rose and and that yeah. at Shield game. So yeah, so there I certainly remember and that. But yeah. Uh, in terms Maybe of a he, book, it's a magnificent book. What was the name of that book again? I have to look it up. But written by Peter Rose. Okay. I think it's the Rose Boys. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So, um, and then of course you've ended up from uh, uh, from Collingwood. Ended up had joined up at the Ponderosa. Well, I mean, I was um, like growing up. <laughs> I played for New South Wales. So in them days, we used to play against Canberra. And Cowboy Neil used to play for Canberra. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And then the Cowboy ended up over here and then somehow he must have got wind of – because I wasn't disgruntled with Collingwood. I just made – me hamstrings, me back. I was like probably all the years of uh, not – like just playing with injuries and all the rest of it that I – I sort of all caught up with me at once. So then Cowboy got me over here halfway during the year. Yeah, I thought it was, was during the year. Yeah. Yeah, which which wasn't too bad. But the trouble is, he put me straight in the A grade. And you can imagine what the blokes in South Australia thought. They thought, well, who's this bloke? Yeah, who's you this know? upstart pushing one of our exactly guys out? Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. We've just, and I've had to learn a heap of names and like, there were stages where I'd be standing by myself, they wouldn't even kick the ball to me. Yeah. You know, things like that. But I mean, the next year I was fine. Yeah. You know, if you know what I mean. But, man, it took me a while <laughs> to get to get into the flow, if you know what I mean. Did, did you know anybody here in SA at the time? I mean, obviously you moved from Melbourne yeah. up to Sydney and then down to Adelaide. To... Yeah. Um, well, Craig Brady, who I played with in at South Melbourne, yes, and, uh, yep, he was playing here. So. Yeah, I remember him at Centrals. Yeah, he probably yeah, played as much yeah. down back in Centrals as he did up. Yeah, forward. He, yeah. he was centre up. 
centre half back more yeah. than centre half forward. I think. Yeah. And now you played it. Now you must have gone right the second year, Smithy, because uh, you won the BNF in the second year. And now look at some of the names you played with. So Renee Van Dommel was captain. With Scotty yep. Lee, of course, well known, with a cult figure in the SNFL, Rudy Mandemaker, yep. who who topped the goal, goal kicking, kicking yep. six years in a row. Yep. Uh, Peter Krieg, very good player. Peter Gr- Krieg yep. rated him rated him highly in the middle. Yep. So yeah, you played some, and of course, you, after Cowboy, you played under uh, the famous, you know, Donald Neil Curley. Yes, man. He was he's another great coach, man. He he made it. Well, he's a man's man, as you know, yeah. and he, he just made like you, you can't say enough about him because him, man, he just whatever he whatever he said, he does. Yeah, you know, he was just a great man, man, and I got along pretty well with him. I mean, he um, he, I think, was probably one of the best coaches I've probably ever had. <laughs> yeah, I see you as well. Played it. Lost a couple of eliminate. Yeah, you know, lost a couple of first semis too. There, looking yeah. where finished fourth. So you're around the mark a couple of times, and that. So, um, I mean, man, if you have a look at the side on paper, I mean, how many players out of that side, like you had, that went on to play Victorian footy or yeah. AFL footy. I mean, it wasn't too bad at all. Well, geez, just before we, you got there, you know, the famous name of Platten, of course, Richard, yeah. Richard Cousins. Yeah. Um, you know, the cult figure of Wilbur Wilson too. On yeah. Wilbur Wilson in 1984, after Nord had beaten Centrals in the first semi, one of my yeah. best mates was a Centrals man and he'd played into a cricket that night. He wanted to go, yeah. wanted to go to, uh, to Elizabeth, and I didn't think anything of it. I've walked into Elizabeth with my Nord jumper on, and they've gone, "Geez, pal, you've got guts, or you're crazy." I said, "Oh, look, probably, probably a bit of both." And within ten minutes, it was fine. And Wilbur Wilson played the spoons that night, and I just sat back with my jaw on the floor. He was amazing. Yes, mate, he is. He can sing a bit as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, and then you've ended up captaining the dogs. That must have been a, a pretty big thrill to, you know, as an import, I always reckon it, you, you're, going, you're going pretty well to get accepted to end up captaining a club. Yeah, I mean, mate, it was, it was I think it was like the start of a, a bit of a new era because Curls had left, Stewie had taken over and, um, you know, like there was a new administration, whatever, and mate, they were looking to turn it into sort of like a family club, and you know, like I had a few kids and all the rest of it. And yep. they wanted, but I mean, mate, it, it, like I just got too old in the finish. <laughs> of course, though, your whole time at Centrals, and and he is a person who deserves enormous credit. Remarkable yep. record in Chris Grant. Yes, yeah, you know, just extraordinary. Forty odd years, forty three. I forty odd years. And that he, yeah, he, he was certainly a remarkable SNFL uh, man and a, and a dogs man. Oh, mate, the amount of work that um, that Chris has done for the club, and you know, like like that, just forty. Man, if he can last forty-four years, that's oh, that's, a, extraordinary. that's an exceptional effort by itself. Let alone anything else that you've done, you yeah. know. It'd be remiss, yeah. Peter, for where we are at the moment, where we record each week. And, of course, I played for Paynham Career Club and yep. proud to be a life yep. member of the club, where Keith Duke was the secretary for 62 years, which is an Australian record. So that's yeah. something we take a lot of pride in at Paynham and why we are called the Dukes. Mm-hmm. Very smart man yeah. thought of that name in terms of that. <laughs> I may have been mowing the lawn, a lawn one day and thought, why in the hell aren't we called the Dukes instead of the Knights, which meant nothing. So yes. Yeah. yeah, brought it up at committee meeting the next week and it got passed in under a minute. Everyone sort of went, yeah, why in the hell didn't we think of that years ago? Just bang. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, from there, Smithy, from your end of your career at Centrals, yep. now I, I know when I then met you and you are coaching the Roseworthy side and we had some fun times with that. Um, yeah, it was. Is that. Where did your footy go immediately after Dogsland where you decided the body was gone at Centrals? Well, I mean... Um... First of all, like I, I worked with uh, one of the ex-players, Denny Harrington. Yes. And he, 
he was coaching Paraka at the time, so yep. he wanted me to go down there, and I was like, nah, you know, really, I, do I want to get straight out of it and straight back into it? And yep. I didn't, you know, and then then I spoke to a few blokes, like I coached Salisbury for one year. Yep. Then I left there and went and played at uh, Gawler South for a year, and then I got a hernia, and I said, well, that's probably the end of me, and that was. I sort of give up after that, and and then never like I I concentrated more on work and um, everything since then. And then you wouldn't believe it, my daughter started playing, so I well, got back into it again. But how did the Roseworthy <laughs> bit come come across? How did well, that happen? That was uh, that was a, a a mate of mine who took over the uh, Wasley's Hotel. Yes. Neville Clark was his name, and he he um, said, oh, we're going to coach the um, Roseworthy, what is it, Division 9. I yeah. Said, well, how does that work? Oh, well, they all come at the pub and they just need a coach. I said, all right, we'll go out there. Now, he was so a little guy, wasn't he, on memory? Trying yeah, to think. Yeah, 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 little guy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And um, and that's how it all come about. And then he, me and him did it the first year. Then Neville gave it away the second year, and I kept going. And then yeah. after that, I think they they abandoned us. Yeah, you know well, what I mean. Like, started to struggle for they, numbers. They didn't have yeah. enough enough numbers, and that was it. So that was fun yeah, too, Pete. In terms of mate, at the best. <laughs> The, the the thing about that, the university side, so but the end of year drinks <laughs> is amazing. Yes. That is the most amazing thing that I've ever been to in my entire life. And I was cooking the barbecue. <laughs> yes, yes, I do remember one of those, yes. And, of course, coaching that, Pete, was fascinating and all that, that if everyone was at the campus that week, they'd quite often have quite a reasonable side. Mm-hmm. But then oh. once the holidays came, good luck. Yep. And uh, yeah, you were you yeah. were lucky. You were like there was, I think one or maybe more than one, but there was a couple of games where I think the boys had been out the night before or whatever. The next minute, I'm we go go in at half time and go back out at half time. <laughs> we go back on the ground at three quarter time, and anyway. They go, oh, we're two players short. They were still in the change rooms. <laughs> was... Yeah, there was some fun times. <laughs> oh, mate, there was more than fun. Like you couldn't, uh, like it was serious, but it wasn't. It wasn't taken seriously. No, and I remember. <laughs> I remember that in terms of the holidays time, it was. Yeah, Rob, you're coming to umpire, but you've got to bring six players with you as well. It was. <laughs> yeah. It was always. A bit, it was always challenging. <laughs> yeah, it was, and I mean. Oh dear, it was it was great times though, and they were good kids. Yeah, and I do remember one game too, um, and I I actually can't remember the guy's name. Not that I'd mention it, and yeah. it was an away game from uni, so it was rule You've got to come and bring some guys with you. So the game started, and I get there, and I've got four guys, and you've gone. What have you managed to bring, Rulebook? I said, well, two of them are okay, and I've got one of them. <laughs> I reckon, I've, I reckon he's played four games. I don't think he's had a kick yet. <laughs> and he got a, fr- a blatant free kick. The guy's pushed him right in the middle of the back. I've blown the whistle. It was just, and as he's getting up, I've actually realised that's right. I don't, and he's done the old-fashioned yep. throw the ball up in the air, yeah. kick, kicked it, and it just went over the man on the mark. Yep. And everyone was just crying with laughter. Yeah, it wasn't. And he was pretty good about it. He went, yeah, I've never played before. Yep, and yep. Yeah, no worries, mate. Let's have some fun. And, yeah, yeah. And you were you were pissing yourself, Smithy. You went, geez, Rubble, you, you, were, you certainly bought something there interesting. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then. Uh, they know. And Great go, people. Go through there. So with the Central's women's team start. And you wouldn't have imagined that you've ended up your daughter playing footy and Go through all that experience and then ending up at the Dogs and, of course, we'll go to the big day uh, in that regard as well this year. Yes, mate. It was, I mean, it's it's like, well, when I first was given the captaincy, they had a, 
a walkway out in the middle of the Oval at Central's. Yep. Anyway, we had to walk on this walkway, and, and because I was up there, Albie would have been oh, probably maybe two. Yep. And she's she's walked up on the, on the walkway with me and following me. So it's been something like that that enticed her to play footy because I mean she's she's played uh, played netball. Yep. For the like local here in Elizabeth. Then she went up to Gawler Centrals, won premierships, won best and fairest, won league, league, uh, best and fairest. And then she said, oh, my other daughter was playing up at Eastern Park. And um, she said, oh, well, I'll go up there to have a game just to keep fit for the netball. And she started doing that. And then the coach of Centrals come there and seen her play and said, well, come down here and have a go. And... The rest is history. History, yeah. <laughs> and I tell you so, what, Pete, she has a bloody crack. I'll give you the big tip. A bit, <laughs> bit more than the old man? Oh, no, no. no. I, won't, I can't have a crack at Smithy in that way, but uh, let's just say Shelby enjoys the tackling aspect uh, side of the game. She uh, she has a real crack, and uh, I enjoy commentating games Shelby played in down at Glenelg. And, yeah, watch. And then at the grand final, Central sort of came from nowhere. Look. I admit, I think uh, very lucky free kick in the end, but so so be it. But yeah, it was just to see the pride on your face uh, yeah, out on the ground. And Shelby, Shelby admitted herself she wasn't good at making a speech, so it was all she'd written it out beforehand. But then the big line at the end was, "Hey, I've upstaged you, Dad. It's something you never mentioned," <laughs> and and that was great. That was the real probably genuine bit out of it. Like I'm not saying the rest wasn't genuine, but it's not as easy when it was a written speech yeah. and that and that I thought that bit came across beautifully and and don't worry, yeah. I, just by fluke standing next to you at that stage, and don't worry, Pete, I did make him buy a copy of my book. Yeah, well um, <laughs> that he, I could just see the pride on your face then and that meant a hell of a lot to you, mate. Oh mate, yeah it was. And I mean mate, you um I mean it's it's very hard to get to a grand final, let alone win one, let alone be be BOG. I mean, yeah. to do to do the whole thing in one day is a magnificent effort, I think. Oh, look, I, yeah. and Central stuck at it. Where South South looked the better side the majority of the game, but they didn't put them away. The old scoreboard pressure yeah. didn't build. Kept the dogs in it just enough. And look, to Ben Hunt is a pain in person. And that's all. Yeah. I was wrapped for Rex uh, for Rex to coach yeah. a flag as well. Uh, mate, I think like South Adelaide, mate, their 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 game is defence, and I mean, and they want to bottle it up and bottle it up and bottle it up and just keep moving it forward. Whereas Centrals need to get it. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's fair from having. You know, commentated a bit of the women's comp. I, 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 yeah, I'd agree with that. I can certainly see that. Yeah. You know, logic. I'm certainly not disagreeing with it. Yeah. With it, you know, vehemently or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I think, you know, like it's, it's, you can say either way, it's a toss of the coin. You yes. know, I yeah. mean, South, South should have put them away a, a bit earlier. They didn't, and that's that's the thing with yep. women footy, mate. If you don't, if you don't uh, kick straight and you don't put them away early, you'll it's, it's you know you're still you're within still in a the kick game, yeah, of winning. exactly. Yeah. And it, look, so. it's a different game too, and you know where look, I uh, yeah, as a Nord man, we we played um, against South in the minor round and hadn't scored. Yep. And Norwood yeah. playing South in the grand final. Thought, right, I'll go along because it's I reckon it's always more important to be around when you lose than when you win. Yeah. You know, out of yeah. that. So around and if you told me before that game, I would start chanting Norwood, Norwood and be yelling out to girls directly come back thirty five, not even knowing their names, quickly give us a team sheet mm-hmm. and that yeah. what won me over out of that was guys footy, the guys who miss out in a twenty 24th, 25th, 26th, their jaws on the floor, dummies in the dirt. 
where the girls, no way, they're involved and all that. And yeah. I just watched this totally united group. And Steve Simons, who's now Collingwood coach, was Nord coach at that stage. And I got on work really well with Simon. And I, I spoke to him for nearly yeah. three quarters of an hour the next day about yeah. it. And he said, and he said, yeah, that's the real thing which really I love about women's footy. And yeah. so I, I get, I get it. Like I, I get sick of the male bit. Oh, there's no goals, and you know, and and all that. It's boring as the the criticism. You know, why not actually? Yeah. Yes, the skills have got to improve. We 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 all know that it's getting there, but let's also forget women's footy because it had to start the wrong way around to get the competition up mm. and going, to get girls playing, saving community football clubs. Yep. They had to start yep. at the top and work their way down, yep. not the other way around. Yep. And guys yep. don't get just don't get that. And won't look at the whole picture. Well, I mean, man, it's it's like Shelby. I mean. He's- you say Shelby, I mean, like three years or four years, she's been playing footy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so she didn't learn the bit of turning to your side, which we all did as kids, as yeah, males, yeah. The, where you, you, you're yeah, protecting protect yourself. yourself and yeah. So the girls yeah. in that way, you, you cringe sometimes like, oh. Um, the, first, you know. the first years, the first years that she played, mate, I used to go there and watch, you know what I mean, mate? It was. I said somebody's going to get killed here yeah, because yeah, exactly. they were clumsy. They, they were clumsy. They were awkward. They'd fall into tackles like that, head first into this, head yeah. first into that. And I mean, man, it's like they didn't know how to protect themselves. The umpires are trying to give free kicks, but they can't. How can they give a free kick when they're both headbutting each other? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh, it is. And but, I actually umpired a game on Saturday of the in the and it, it is a different challenge. It's um. Yeah, you've – and exactly the same thing. You were looking at it and going, geez, I can't pay a free there. I'd like to, mm. to keep the ball yeah. moving, but there ain't anything there. Yeah, that's right. But I think the, the biggest the biggest thing I find with the girls, because I've been out to training a few times and and run a bit of water for them, is, is the knowledge that they, they want to know. They want to yes, know. Yes, you know, I agree. They, they want to learn. Yes. They want to learn. And, I mean – as long as you want to learn, you'll learn. I mean, if you don't want to learn, then you'll you'll be back to stage one, if you know what I mean. And yes, it, no, and I've done that. So I stayed around for that Glenelg Centrals game down at Glenelg uh, for the presentations because Violet Patterson, yep. Stephen Patterson's daughter, who we've had Stephen on the show as well, yep. I hung yep. around because Violet had played pretty well and ended up chatting to her and going through a couple of things. And yeah, it was very much a sponge-like attitude. Yeah, give me more, give me more, you know. And that's what, yeah, I'm a big G for women's footy and, yeah, um, you just see the numbers playing and and therefore girls play, guys hang around, vice versa. It's saving community footy clubs and and I think that's probably the most important thing. Well, that's true too, mate, because, I mean, it's, um, you know, I mean... if you have a look in the Elizabeth area here, there's there's the the men's footy is going downhill at 110 mile an hour. Yeah, and and I mean mainly because like money sponsorship, uh, blah blah blah. And I mean you can't um, you can't like the kids, the boys are not sort of um, there's nowhere for them to play if you know what I mean. Yeah, and so that's. The girls then, and then hopefully it in, injects more males as well, and and exactly yeah. that, yeah. No, I couldn't agree more, Smithy. Yeah. Um, what was the uh, feeling like? Obviously, with Central's not playing in a final series this year, and then going all the way through to winning a grand final. What, what was the feeling like around home? Home there. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit different, mate. Bit different. <laughs> well, let, let's go. Let, let's go for the first final. Uh, you know, obviously making the finals. Uh, excitement, anticipation. Oh, excitement, anticipation. I mean, the day, like, the minute we went down to South Adelaide, the day we went down there and played South Adelaide, the uh, the wet conditions weren't yep. going to help us in any any way whatsoever. And I thought the girls played all right. We just couldn't score. You know, and 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 I mean, they come off disappointed, but then they they 
we were lucky enough because we were higher than Norwood. Yeah. We played yep. Norwood at, at Centrals. And, I mean, it was probably good that they played Norwood at Centrals because Norwood's a small ground, Centrals yeah. a big ground. So the girls there, I mean, the score, I think they, they kicked an extra, you know, they won by 28 points yeah. or something. Yeah. You know, which, which gave them a boost, which then sort of give them the incentive to think, all right, we are good enough to, to yeah. be in this, you know. So, and I think they were in it all the way through the game. They just, I think in the first half we couldn't score and then, and then, like I said, I think South Adelaide wanted to bottle things up. Oh, you've been unlucky too. You lost a couple with injury injury early. Yeah, we lost lost the Ruckman and yeah. then had to uh, replace her with, Another girl that hadn't, you know, Charlotte Riggs, who, yeah. who was a champion, like she's going to be a champion footballer down the track. But, I mean, luckily enough, mate, they had the, the cattle to go on with it. I mean, no, they stuck, they you know, stuck like at said, it. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, they, from probably half time onwards, I thought we were the better side. We just couldn't score. I, then, I was standing you know, like, with Greg, Greg Edwards uh, towards the end and, uh, as the twenty-five meter penalty got paid for the you, yeah. to go through to the goal line, I said, uh, "Your bar trades just trebled tonight, Greg." And he just smiled, and went, "Yeah, this is a good result." Yeah, so and he's a good man, Megzy. Oh, mate, a great man. Yeah, huge respect. But I mean, the, the, the you um, you only had to have a look at the crowd that was there. Though. Oh, incredible! You know, it was. I mean. I just uh, three thousand two hundred and fifty. I ended up. I got there just thinking, "Oh, girls' grand final, but yep. they're charging to get in today." So Might be and all that. Less, yep. And all of a yep. sudden, I've ended up parking halfway to Melbourne and yep. walking over. And yes, yeah, so as I'm getting there, I'm going, "Jesus, this is a big numbers." And walked in the ground. Yep. And I'd actually been to the North South League game the previous Sunday at the yep. Ponder at, at Prospect, and there was far more people. Yeah, there was three thousand two hundred and fifty people, and it was it was a great atmosphere. Oh, it was, and I mean, like I think South Adelaide had their cheer squad there. I think Centrals had their cheer squad. Yeah, plus Centrals had, I think, most of the the blokes as well. So, no, I mean, was which was which was great. I think, and a lot of the juniors from both sides were there. Were there yep, you know, yep. And Centrals having their best year since. I think it's eighty five. I think or so yeah. uh, with their juniors. So yeah, some some good news there and two two and that were in that way at dog at Dogland and they're they're on their way back. Centrals, there's no doubt about that. They've been down for a little bit, but yeah, they're on their way back. Well, man, you know, like you you've got to have a little bit of luck sometimes, don't you? You've got to um, you've got to uh, um, throw yourself out there if you want to go forward. And, yeah, I mean. If you, if you don't go forward, you lose the whole lot. Yep. You know, as long as you can make the finals or be around the mark, you're half a chance. Right, Smithy. The way we tend to end, try to end. So, uh, best players played with the best players. Yeah, best players you played with any club. Oh, mate. And you can give us three or four because yeah, we us, always give us four. Yeah, we always yep. stick with four. Well, probably, but well, you you can go. Far past uh, Barry Round. Yeah, I thought that might be the first name. Yep. Yeah, I mean, another guy, Stevie Wright. Yeah, good player. Yep. Yeah, uh, I think probably uh, maybe Tony Morwood. Yeah, didn't mind him. Yeah, and then like uh, probably over here, I think you, you know, like you've you've. it's a fair few players. I mean, yeah. Man, well, you just Gilbert. Um, yeah, Gilbert, Derek Kickett. Yes. You had uh, Cree. Yeah. Renee Van Dommel. You know, those blokes were. He was underrated, good. Renee Van Dommel. Oh, mate. He was underrated. And I mean, the amount of work he used to do was unbelievable. And I mean, another guy that probably. Uh, never got a lot of mention was um, Peter Bythine. Yeah, the late Peter Bythine, yep. yep. Yeah, he used to ruck for us, man. Yeah. He's probably one of the smallest ruckmen 
in in the league and was battling against all these other blokes. But it, man, if he tapped the ball to you, he hit on the chest and the way you yeah. went. Yeah, yeah. You know. So I mean, it, man, there's been some, you know, like luckily to play with, you know, some pretty good footballers. And as we all know, the best thing about sport is the friends and mateships you make out of it. You know, I always oh, say yeah. we've got this crazy thing in Australia that, and I'm, I've got to be honest, I'm running a uni day on Saturday. And it's premiership yeah. reunions. And I said, why do we have to do it with premiership reunions? Like one guy replied back last night, oh, I didn't play. I said, you could turn up and say you kicked 10 and won the best on ground <laughs> medal 20 years ago. No <laughs> one's going to know. Like, for goodness sake. But we, we've got this shocking bit too. And look, actually, I was, you know, the, the article, like the book, the article on Fred Block, when I wrote it, I'm getting all these messages. Oh, has Chocker passed away? And I'm going... Why have we got this thing that you can only tell someone you love them when they're dead? You know, why in the hell yeah. can't you do it when they're alive? It means a yeah. tad more. And it, yeah, so we have got this weird thing in that way with with sport yeah. in particular. So, yeah. Look, yeah, like you said, it's it's never never during. It's always after. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And we'll get you out of it here on, on this one. Uh, your hardest opponents that you played against, mate? Oh, man. I used to have a uh, like <laughs> in Melbourne. Well, mate, one of the <laughs> is your Norwood friend. Is <laughs> um, oh Jesus! So with Macca, Macca, yeah, me and Macca. Well, <laughs> oh, I think mate, a fair bit of mutual respect between you two. Oh, there was in the pity yeah. fan, and we still have the same for each other now. I mean, yeah, mate, it's he. He was a great player, and. I remember him like I'm. I'm just a little bit older than him. So one day at Norwood, he's laying on top of me and he said, "It's about time you give it up, old fellow." <laughs> yeah, I can imagine I said, that. Not on your life. Yeah. <laughs> nothing like a good sledge. Uh, nothing like a good sledge. Nothing. Nothing like trying to get into. If there were any two have... opponents I could see having a drink and a smoke together, it's you two, well and truly. So <laughs> he is, mate, a great player, a great person. You know what I mean? He, yeah. he is a great person. And I mean, mate, like you said about that, he, like I had the opportunity to play on Bruce Duell and I played yeah. on Gary Ablett, you know. And I mean, you, you play on those players and you don't dream. Like I was probably the day I played on Ablett and I played for Collingwood. He kicked one goal four. So, mate, I'll I take walked that. Grant, a very, very lucky man, mate. A very lucky man. Yeah. <laughs> so you Absolutely think, brilliant. You, you, you just cross your, cross your chest for that one, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> Can't argue with that at all, Smithy. Look, greatly appreciated having you on board. All the best to Shelby, and we will follow up that other matter which you and I have spoken about off here with my role. Yeah. I sort of, unfortunately, I can't really discuss that with my no, role. No, no, Sample. So, yeah, all no. the best in that regard, and uh, look forward to catching up soon, Smithy. Not a worry, mate, and thank you very much. Thank you, mate. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, but See you, mate. Thanks, Greg. See you, mate. Bye. Bye.